Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Switchcraft is brought to you three times a week, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Who Takes All My Names? Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Before we actually start the show today, I want to talk a little bit about podcast hosting. I may be moving this podcast to another host, so... This happened once before, and everything transitioned smoothly. If I move Nintendo Switchcraft to another podcast host, and I do everything the right way, it should, I repeat, should, look like magic to you. Nothing should happen. You shouldn't notice it at all. It should just keep on coming. However, if at some point in the near future, Nintendo Switchcraft stops updating on your uh, smart device then that means I probably broke something. If that happens, please just take a minute and go to runjumpstomp.com and there will be a message on there telling you what to do. Okay? So again, if I do everything right, and I haven't decided 100% if I'm going to do this or not, but if I do everything right, you shouldn't notice any change at all. If I break something, which can happen, then go to runjumpstomp.com and follow the directions there in order to resubscribe to the feed. Hopefully I don't break anything and lose a bunch of subscribers because that would make me very sad. Very, very sad. Recently, I... Well, actually, last episode, I talked about all of the things that I love about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which came out last Friday. Uh, In the time since that game came out which admittedly has not been very long, I muscled through and unlocked all of the fighters, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, That game is, I would say, a masterpiece. I absolutely love this game. It is incredibly fun. The controls are fantastic. I've been playing with the Joy-Cons because the sticks have a shorter throw. And... um, Even though I say that that game is a masterpiece... There are problems with it. There are problems with it that make me really irritated. There there are simple things that were... Some people say overlooked by Nintendo. I think that they were conscious decisions by Nintendo. And they are things that I very much disagree with. So, first I want to talk about online play with other people. Um, I would love it... If, and so that's what this section is going to be. It's going to be a small section about complaints about Smash Brothers. Um, I would love it if I could see the the connection that I have to the other people that I'm playing with. So if I'm in a group with three other people and we're beating each other up and it's a lag fest, 
and I can see that uh, Jimmy Two Shoes is the one with one bar, then I know I would like to be able to say, oh, let's avoid Jimmy Two Shoes in the future. He has terrible internet. I don't want to be put against people with terrible internet, especially if you can't leave the game. There's no way, there's no built-in way for me to just say, oh, this game's a disaster. I have to leave. Instead, I have to sit through a lag fest for a really long time because the whole game slows down. I think even the clock ticks slower because of the way that they are handling the lag. Now, I'm not going to say that it's Nintendo's fault that there's lag. We're, I'm probably playing against somebody who's playing on Wi-Fi, um, probably with crappy Wi-Fi, or maybe they're even connecting through their phone. And at the same time, the you know their kids are are all downloading uh, YouTube videos, and you know their their wife is torrenting videos off the pirate bay, and you know their internet is just getting hammered, and they're just trying to play a game of Smash. Nintendo can't really do anything about that. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that will say, well, if Nintendo had servers, servers would work great if you're talking about multiple people. So if it's one-on-one, servers don't do anything for that. But if you're talking about multiple people, then servers are very, very useful. So in in, in the case that I'm talking about where it's me and three other people fighting in Smash, then servers would be certainly a great answer to that conundrum. I would like to be able to leave a match and then be able to say why. Oh, man, uh, this guy has terrible internet. Pause, leave match. Why are you leaving this match? Because the internet's terrible. Or because my house is on fire. Or uh, there's an emergency. And, you know, Nintendo can track those things. And if people are keep leaving all the time, if somebody keeps being a lever then they can they can deal with that kind of punishment however it is that they need to. I, I think that that would be beneficial to everyone. So let's let's forget about lag for a second. Let's pretend that lag isn't an issue ever. And, and I will say this, for the most part, lag really hasn't been an issue for me. For the most part, it's been really spot on and been running fantastically. It's just every once in a while I get matched with somebody who clearly is on dial-up or something, and it's terrible. It's a bad experience playing with them. But let's pretend that that doesn't happen ever, okay? So now we're pretending that that never happens and the lag isn't the problem. Nintendo Switch, or I'm sorry, um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate still has a problem with online, and that is the, the, the things that are restricted. Like, for instance, if, if my son and I want to sit down and play Smash Bros. together, and play against, we'll say, my, my co-host on 78 Degrees, him and his son, okay? Let's say they're, they're over in England, and me and my son are here in the U.S., and we want to sit down and do the U.S. versus the U.K. We can't do that. My son and I can play co-op against random people, but we can't play co-op against friends. And that just seems foolish to me. I can't really think of any reason why Nintendo would not have that as an option. The ability for me to sit down with somebody at the couch with me and play against two people who are on a couch together 
someplace else. That seems like a ridiculous miss on the part of Nintendo. And I can't understand why they would do it. All right. So now let's talk about um, some other modes that are missing. So I'm looking at my Switch right here. And I'm looking at Smash. Uh, so if you go to the main menu, you can click on the red icon Smash. We've got a couple options here that we don't have otherwise. We're trying to get the uh, glare off there. All right. We've got Tournament. We've got Special Smash. We've got uh, Squad Strike. And somewhere in here is Smash Down. I haven't looked that up yet. But if I go to online, right now I'm connecting to the internet, okay? If I go to online, I can go to spectate or I can go to smash. And under smash, I can either do quick play or battle arenas. Now, if I set up a battle arena and I go, I, I go ahead and create a, an arena, my formats are one-on-one, -on -one, team battle, and that's it. That means that I don't have the option to do an online tournament with, we'll say, the people who are part of my community around the podcast, the Nerd Nest. If you haven't joined our Discord, you ought, you, you should. Make sure that you head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. All right? We're going to be setting up a Smash tournament soon. Um, we'll, we're going to have to do it in a weird way, though, because uh, Nintendo didn't build in a way to do tournaments unless you are next to the person because apparently Nintendo can't seem to get online right ever. They just can't. This should be an option, tournament. I should be able to set up a tournament, and especially if there were servers, okay? Have 32 people join. The server send... Uh, like, we already know that the Switch can handle having all those people playing together at the same time. It happens in Fortnite, okay? And I don't even need to be able to see what all those other people are doing. Because I only need to see the people I'm up against. So let's say that we have 32 people join. All those nerds from the nerd nest. They all join. We've got 32 people joining in. The server puts us in groups and then says, okay, here's the first round. Everybody fight. So everybody fights their first round. The winners move forward. Okay, here's the second round. Everybody fight. And then at the end, we can have our, our, our ultimate champions. I think that that would be amazing. But Nintendo didn't give us that option. It feels like you can only do tournaments if you are in person. And I have to say, like, it's not that I don't have any friends, but I certainly don't have 32 friends that are going to come over to my house and play a Smash tournament. And let's say that I even did. Where the hell would I put 32 people in my living room? That's not really a likely scenario for most people, squeezing 32 people into a living room. Being able to organize an online play with 32 people, that seems plausible. Hell, back in the days when I play, played World of Warcraft, we used to have to get 40 people together at the same time. And we were able to handle that. It just seems silly that we don't have access to tournament mode. We don't have access to squad strike. We don't have access to Smashdown, where it's, you, you are playing against that other player and it continually... In fact, I haven't even found Smashdown on here. Maybe it's under Special Smash? I, I haven't... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's under Sm Special Smash uh, for Smashdown. Uh, Smashdown is where 
uh, every time that you get defeated, that character is removed from the roster. And so you work your way through the entire roster, which sounds super fun and a really cool way to play. But you can't do it online. Now, there's people who are listening to this and they're hearing me do all of this complaining. But I love this game. This game is fantastic. I think it is a masterpiece. It might be my game of the year. It's so damn fun. I've dumped like 20 hours into it already. And it just came out on Friday. And this is, I'm recording this on Tuesday. Don't tell my wife. Like, I spent a lot of time playing this game. I think Smash Ultimate is without a doubt, in my opinion, the best version of Smash yet. But how can Nintendo get this wrong again? It just seems ridiculous. I don't know what their problem is. But anyway, those are my huge complaints that I have with Smash. Knowing full well that I love this game, I also have big complaints with it. And I still think it's a masterpiece. If you haven't already run out and picked up Smash... You need to, because it's awesome, okay? It's really, really good. And the gameplay's fantastic. And uh, if you're looking for people to, to beat up, join our Discord and have some fun with it. All right, let's move on and talk about some other Smash-related news. This is really cool. Someone dropped this. Actually, someone mentioned this when I was uh, streaming Smash at, over at my uh, Twitch channel. Uh, someone had mentioned this on in, in chat, and um, one of our mods grabbed it and dropped it in Discord for me. This is really cool. It's a Smash Brothers arcade stick without the stick, okay? Which is a really weird thing. If you're just listening to the, uh, if you're just listening to the to the podcast and you're not looking at this, it's a really weird thing. Uh, it was Elvis Cat. Thank you very much, Vaxer. Yes, Elvis Cat uh, told us about this. Basically, there's no stick. It's all buttons. So the analog stick is represented by four buttons. The D-pad is represented by four buttons. The C-stick is represented by four buttons. And then all of your other face buttons and shoulder buttons are represented by buttons. It's this big rectangular box that sits on your lap or on the table in front of you, and you play that way. Now, I've actually had seen these before with other games, but I've certainly never tried one. I can't imagine doing this. Like, this seems really weird. And I also, like, if you're looking at the picture, like, the D-pad seems like it would get in the way of the analog buttons. Like, I personally, knowing what I know about Smash, the fact that the the D-pad is... Um, the the D-pad is just for taunts, basically. I If I were designing this for Smash Brothers, which I believe that 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 that's the goal here i would have designed this so that the analog button is below the d-pad so you can't accidentally taunt while you're hitting your analog button uh buttons does that make sense um overall i think this thing looks super cool um it's never anything that i would use but it looks really really rad uh this is going to be launching a kickstarter so if you want, you can follow the link in the show notes and uh, check that out there if, if it's something that you are interested interested in. I think it's really neat looking. Uh, real quick, before we wrap up our, our uh, discussion on Smash, uh, Smash has broken another record. This is a record that has, I mean, this is a fresh record. 
the the paint is still like tacky on this record. It's so fresh. Um, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee was the fastest selling Nintendo Switch game ever. And that lasted for all of, what, three weeks? And here we are with Smash has eclipsed it already. Um, the fastest selling uh, Nintendo Switch game is now Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That doesn't come as a huge surprise personally. Like, I don't find this super surprising because it was already the most pre-ordered game ever on the Nintendo Switch. And it was the most pre-ordered Smash game ever. Uh, according to Nintendo. So the fact that it broke uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee's record is pretty substantial, but not terribly surprising because we already kind of seen saw the writing on the wall. Um, that's another, like for me this year, it, it's going to be a toss-up for Game of the Year for me from Nintendo. It's, it's either going to be Super Smash Bros. Ultimate or... Uh, Let's Go Pokemon, which I can't believe that I'm saying that because Let's Go Pokemon is a game that I had kind of written off before it came out. Um, Anyway, what do you guys think of my criticisms of Smash? Uh, Are are any of you interested in the Hitbox controller? And um, which game do you think should be getting Game of the Year, uh, Smash or Pokemon? Pikachu, like which which game do you think I should choose for for game of the year? Not that I'll listen. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to decide on my own. I'm just curious what you guys think. Uh, I think I already have a decision made, but I'm not positive. I, I have to play both a little bit more to make that decision. Anyway, uh, thank you for checking out this uh, this segment. We'll see you around. I wasn't going to talk about this on uh, on the show today, but. We were in between segments, and Adamantium in chat mentioned that they wished God of War could be on the Switch. Having that on the go would be amazing, and I agree that being able to play that on the go would be amazing. But at the same time, like that game is visually stunning. It is a really, really pretty game, and 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 the the developers they did a fantastic job with that. And you know, there's a reason why it earned game of the year for uh for this year uh from the the game awards that being said i wasn't going to talk about this on on the show but it kind of is linked to what adamantium was saying the fact that nintendo and i i didn't add this to the show notes so i'm talking about this off the cuff without having it right in front of me but i had just read this earlier today Nintendo had said something about, I think it was Reggie said, they would love it if Red Dead Redemption 2 would come to the Switch. And it's really weird when when people ask for these high-res, super, like, um, super beautiful games to come to the Switch on, on hardware that is decidedly underpowered and will not be able to push the visuals the same amount. And, and to those people, I would say, well, they probably care more about the story than they do about the visuals. And that's that's perfectly acceptable. And, and for the most part, I am usually one of those people. Um, I'm not going to be playing Red Dead Redemption 2 because I don't like the way Rockstar controls games. Like, I don't like the controls 
in their games. I never have. They've always drive dr- driven me crazy, and I've always just said, ah, never mind, I'll skip it. I've got enough games to play. Um, God of War, an amazing game. Would I play it on the Switch? I don't know. I think that I, that's the kind of game I wouldn't play on the go very much. It's so violent, and... I don't know that I would want to be sitting there playing it and have somebody look over while while I'm ripping somebody's face off and be like, geez, what's wrong with you, man? You know? So like that that's also the kind of game where you want to have it on a really big screen and you wanna have it hooked up to a nice sound system so that when that guy says, Come here, boy, or however he says it, um, or read it, boy, like that that, that booms in your ears. I think that that would be awesome. And having it on the Switch, I would say, would really be it would really benefit only people who can't play it on other platforms. Like, I don't think that the Switch is the perfect console for every single game. There's a lot of games that belong where they are. I I would say God of War and Red Dead Redemption Two; those are games that really would do well to be on the on the PS4 or the Xbox One. And if they came to the Switch, I certainly wouldn't be upset about it, but I wouldn't pick those up. Just like when Doom came to the Switch, I was like, oh man, if you don't have Doom on some other platform, you have to go get it on the Switch right now because it's awesome. But if you can play it on a PS4 or an Xbox One or a PC, you're probably better off playing it there because you're going to get a much better frame rate. You're going to get a much better experience. And honestly, bringing that on a portable experience doesn't improve it enough to make it worthwhile, at least to me. Um, That's just how I think of it. However, there are ways that they could change it in order to make it work on the Switch. And the best example I can think of is Final Fantasy XV. Final Fantasy XV, uh, I have it on my PS4 Pro, is a gorgeous game. Um, absolute beautiful landscapes. And when when it was when announced that it was coming to the Switch, well, actually, first it was announced it was coming to, to mobile, you know, to phones. And I was like, really? What? How is that going to work? And what they did is they completely changed the art style and just, uh, they, they changed the art style, they changed the, the way that the inputs are, but they gave you the same story so that they could tell that story in a way on mobile phones and eventually on the Nintendo Switch. And, and it gave people who otherwise don't have access because they only have one console. Not everybody can have a bunch of consoles, all right? So they gave people who don't have access because they only have the Nintendo Switch, they gave those people access, which is awesome. Like, those people got to experience Final Fantasy XV. And yes, it's a different Final Fantasy XV that is on the PS4 or the PS4 Pro or the Xbox or the Xbox One S or X or whatever, or the PC. But they still got to experience the story. And if if Rockstar was to port... Red Dead Redemption 2 to the Nintendo Switch. Like one of the things that people say is about the detail in the world, a lot of that would be lost. And I don't know that it would really work. But I'm happy to see them try. And if whoever made God of War, I can't remember, if if they were to port God of War to the Nintendo Switch and they would change the art style in order to make it work, then 
and, and give people access to that story who otherwise wouldn't have access, I think that that would be a fantastic idea. Whether or not it will happen, I doubt. I doubt we'll see uh, God of War on the Nintendo Switch. I doubt we'll see Red Dead Redemption 2 on the Nintendo Switch unless they are streaming. Like uh, Resident Evil 7 uh, is streaming and Assassin's Creed something or other is streaming. Like those are games that are playing on some server someplace and your, your Nintendo Switch is just the screen for them. Uh, I can see them doing it that way. I certainly won't play it that way. I'm not interested in playing that way. I would much rather have it on my Switch where I don't have to have access to the internet to play games like that. But that's just me. What do you guys think? Are, is that something that you're interested in? Or is that something that you would rather play on other consoles where your visual and, well, visual experience would be better? Let me know. Stardew Valley 1.3 multiplayer update is coming to Nintendo Switch. Ooh, I can see a couple people over there have been like, oh, wait, wait a second, what? Stardew Valley is about to have multiplayer on the Switch. I think that the Switch is going to be the first console version of the game in order to or um to to get multiplayer. I, it has come to PC already, but I think Switch is getting the multiplayer first. And if you're curious as to when that is happening, that is happening tomorrow, the 12th of December. So uh, get ready to sing your ho ho hoes and go pick your pineapples or whatever in uh, in, in Stardew Valley and uh, multiplayer. I, I think that there's going to be a lot of people who are excited about this game having multiplayer. It's a game where if you've never played it, you are you're a farmer, and I struggle to get into Stardew Valley every time I try. Something else distracts me. It never holds my attention. But maybe being able to sit down with my wife and play together, that might work. Like, that might be enough to keep me engaged in the game. I really like the farming aspect of it. I really like the clearing the land aspect of it. I like the mining. I like the fishing. Well, I never like the fishing. Um, I like all the aspects of the game except for the fishing. And... The other thing about the game that I really don't like is the relationship management. Like, you have to learn that Phil likes rhododendrons or something, and then on his birthday, go give him the right present, and then he'll be like, oh, man, you're so great. Like, that stuff I have zero interest in. But clearing a plot of land and putting uh, the, the crops that I want to plant there and then picking those crops and selling them for profit and then taking that profit and building new buildings or stuff that is very interesting and to me that reminds me very much of a game like like minecraft where uh you are one of the first things that i do every time i've ever played minecraft one of the first things that i ever do is i plant a farm so that i can grow food and then i go and find all the different animals and build like little pens for them and get them all penned in so that i can breed the animals and if Stardew Valley were just like that, but 2D, then <laughs> I don't know if I'd play anything else um, because that really appeals to me. The other part of the game I really don't like, but I think a lot of people, 
Oh, I'm, no, I think. There's a, a lot of people adore Stardew Valley. I'm reading a book right now by the guy, this guy, that Jason Schreier, who works at Kotaku. It's called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Really good book. I'm, I'm, uh, there's a chapter about Stardew Valley and, and how it got made. It's very, very interesting. Um, uh, so I recommend you check out that book. And um, if you are going to check out that book, make sure you uh, use my – if you can get it for free – uh, through Audible. Audible is a service that reads books to you. It's it's great. I listen to the books while I'm riding my stupid um, stationary bicycle. I couldn't remember the name of it. Um, and if you want to get a free book through Audible, just go to runjumpstomp.com slash audible and you can get a free book. I recommend Blood, Sweat, and Pixels by Jason Schreier. It's really good. But uh, and it, The chapter about Stardew Valley is very, very interesting. That being said, that aside the point, let's get back on the rails here. Uh, multiplayer update is coming out tomorrow. How many of you are going to be playing it? Let me know. All right, the last story before I wrap up. Uh, SNK 40th Anniversary Collection is this ridiculously cool love letter to old retro games. Like, this is this is the way that it should be done. Um, SNK put this together actually i think it was nis america put this thing together uh featuring a whole bunch of uh games from snk and each game also like there's also like a uh like a a, um, a museum mode where you can go through and look at old advertisements for games and stuff like that i love this kind of stuff i'm constantly looking at old magazines and stuff like that on my iPad. Like, it's one of my favorite things is to go through old video game magazines and and uh, look at old ads like this. Like, I just... And I'm, I'm holding up a, a magazine for, for the video, sorry. Um, I think that it's awesome. And this game has all that stuff built in and it's on your Switch. It's really, really cool. Well... They have DLC, and I know what you're saying. You're like, what? What do I have to? Whoa, hold on. Click. I got to close that. I didn't mean to open that up. Um, the DLC is free. So if you already bought the game, you can now get um, some more games for it. And I just lost the website where it was. So there's 11, there's 11 games free. Uh, added to the D- the uh, the bundle, and this is it's completely free. So that comes with Munch Mobile, Fantasy, Sasuke versus Commander, Chopper One, Time Soldiers, Bermuda Triangle, Paddle Mania, Ozma Wars, Beast Busters, Sar, World Wars. Like that's a lot of games that you're getting for free. Now, yes, they are older retro games. These are games that have been around for a really really long time. Um, but I mean, they don't cost you anything if you've already picked up the the collection. And if you are into retro games at all, you should definitely pick up this collection because this is this is one of those retro collections done right. Speaking of retro collections done right, there I haven't played it on the Switch because I didn't get a review copy, but I did receive a review copy on the PS4 and that is for the Sega Genesis Classics. Um, I have a video on YouTube. I'll, I will try and remember to find it and add it to the show notes. If, if I don't, just go to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, and you can do a little search for Genesis Classics. Uh, that is another collection that they did a really good job on. 
Um, I would say that if you're straight up looking for gameplay, then the the Sega Genesis, Genesis Collection, I think, is a better value. Like, there's more games on there that I would say, oh, I want to play this, I want to play this. The SNK one is is better for just the the like all of the historical style stuff that they did in there like the gallery and being able to look through all that stuff and all of the music that's in there like all that stuff is really good all i can say i guess is that we've got two really good examples of games for the nintendo switch that uh will allow you to uh play retro games again so make sure that you check those out Back here, you overgrown fuzzball! That's our donkey Kong. Music for today's episode can be found over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. You can find uh, Heart on, or no, what is it? Not Heart on Wave. It's uh, Slime Girls, uh, Heart on Wave. Yeah, it was Heart on Wave. So uh, make sure that you check out their music over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Don't forget that if you want the full show, come and watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, make sure you... Uh, go there, hit the follow button. Then after you're done there, go over to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, hit that follow button. Then after you do that, go to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and hit that uh, that pledge button and you can become part of the Patreon. Um, thank you to everybody who's already supported. If you're looking for ways to support the show, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All the links there help me create more content like this. Uh, big thank you to everybody who has already supported. Don't forget, we've got a brand new podcast, Nintendo, not Nintendo, a brand new podcast, not Nintendo related. It's about video games in general. It is called Run Jump Stomp, and you can find that over at anchor.fm slash run jump stomp, all one word. Uh, make sure you head on over there, give it a listen, subscribe to it, and if you could review this show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, I would really appreciate it. Uh, if you're enjoying that show, go ahead and hit that five-star review, and I will see you guys around. Thank you so much for your support and for listening. Right, goodbye. <laughs>